Welcome to Third and Nerd, the show that breaks down everything nerd culture with a little sports thrown in. On the show, you'll hear discussions about the latest superhero movies, TV shows, and comics as well. You'll even hear interviews from the artists and writers who helped create the characters you know and love. So strap on your super suits and fire up your flux capacitors, because here are your hosts, Josh Webb and Adam House. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to an all-new Third Nerd. This week, I am joined by Adam... Good afternoon or morning to you, sir. Howdy doody. Howdy doody, indeed. Ah, uh, oh yeah, it is a good morning for me, uh, sort of. Um, mm. Kind of became a crap afternoon, but a good morning. Uh, Manchester City beat Liverpool, um, and that's always a good day. Uh, but, uh, there are comics and movies and comics and movies to talk about. Uh, I'll start with some news. It looks like uh, Manabite uh, Jeremy Conrad had posted that uh, Giancarlo Esposito is up for a role, uh, a major role in Marvel Studios and uh, – people who pay attention to the casting notices might remember that they were looking for someone around his age, uh, codenamed that codenamed the benefactor the described as a mysterious and nefarious benefactor. Uh, and, uh, there is a possibility that it could turn out to be one Norman Osborne. Oh, wow. I had not heard this until now. Interesting. Interesting. He it could. It could. It's not. It's not. It's. You know. It's. It's Jeremy hinting. Yes. But. So. Uh, it, uh, <clears throat> it, it it could be. Well, I, I, I listen, dude. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I. I did you? I did. I watched it from start to finish. Yeah. Okay, so you'd be more familiar with his work than I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm told he's a hell of a villain. He's a great villain, very much so. Um, yeah, I think he's just a a great actor. Full stop. Uh, my first initial exposure to him was, uh, I want to say, 1989 um, or 1990. Whenever Do the Right Thing came out, he was in that. Right. Yeah. 
Right, let's uh, let's have a look here. Giancarlo Esposito. Let's look at his. Let's let's. Giancarlo, no, not Stanton, not Stanton, Esposito. My my damn. All right, so let's check out his filmography, if you will. We've got Taps. Uh, trading places, uh, like you said, do the right thing. Uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Uh, Malcolm X, the usual suspects. Uh, waiting to exhale. Nothing to lose. Uh, let's see here. He was in Ali. Uh I'm trying to see which of these movies. Uh, no, I was like Carlito's Way. No, that was Carlito's Way. Rise to Power. Mm. Uh, I'm sure I'm crossing over some movies that he's done, but uh, he was in did the Jungle Book, Maze Runner, Son of Batman. He played Ra's Al Ghul. Um, so he he he's he's done a boatload of stuff: Law and Order, Third Watch, The Practice. Like, you know, he's done the gamut. If it's out there, he's done it. Um, I Again, I didn't watch uh, Breaking Bad, so I, I, I'm not familiar with his with his super villainous. But look, man, uh, on face value, uh, Norman Osborn is is a super shady dude. Like... That's one of the aspects about him that I don't really feel has been touched upon. Like, people tend to focus more on the crazy than they do the intelligent. Like, mm. they focus on the Norman Osborn that can't control himself and loses it. They don't focus on the fact that this dude's a brilliant tactician and at one point had completely taken over uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., renamed it, and was using villains to hunt down heroes, man. Like, <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. And if you're going to do him justice in the MCU, uh, then you cannot just focus on the crazy green goblin side. You have to focus on, on, on the fact that he's got money, he bankrolls these things, he is a benefactor for things that suit him. Uh, he is a shady... He's like the kingpin, man. He's a shady game player. He, but, he, but, but he, you can almost always bet that there's something in it for him. Yeah. And, you know, his, his character of Gus in Breaking Bad uh, was sinister and as shady as they come. Behind the scenes, uh, the string pulling that he did and the manipulation and uh, executions that were carried out un under his watch uh, and anything that involved him and his dastardly nature uh, was pretty uh, pretty stand-up acting and performance throughout the series. So, uh, very much uh, recommend you watching the show from start to finish. Yeah, that's probably never going to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just not into uh, meth, shows about meth. 
it, 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 it doesn't conjure up the greatest of things for me. So I just tend to avoid that stuff. It's not good for my mental health. You know, yeah. like there's some things you just know, like I don't need to watch that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, like, obviously, it is it is part of the show, so you know that's that's fair enough. If you were like, I I have troubles with movie about like adoption in the foster care system because like they never do it right. Like, if you want to find the if you want to find anything in Hollywood that really showcases how crappy it is, watch The Guardian with Simon Baker. Like, that is the most depressing show in the history of the world, but my God, if it's not the most accurate thing ever. Shout out to Simon Baker Denny, Australian Australian actor doing his thing in Hollywood. <laughs> it's weird, man. I like that show as depressing as it is. It's like, I'm like, I see a hero in him, even though he's this super flawed dude. Um, in the show, people who watch The Guardian will know what I'm talking about. But, uh, but yeah, man, like I, I, I was like him. I hated all dogs, and then I wound up with a dog, and now I, <laughs> now I'm pro dog. I didn't hate dogs. I just had a uh, strong. I was a cat person. Ah, well, I'm glad that you've come from the dark side to the light side, my friend. <laughs> Well, what ended up happening is Loki. Yeah. Like, if anybody else had does, had, <clears throat> if anybody else had, uh, you know, come across, I don't know that we'd be here. But I got a great hooski out of it, and uh, man, I kind of enjoy the fact that he was astray, and uh, I was able to give him a second chance. Because he has had a charmed life, and it looked like the way he reacted to certain things, you could tell. Like, the moment that I knew I wanted him is uh, I I had to stop him from chasing the cats at first, right? Because I wasn't sure if he was going to pin them down and hurt them. So it was always chase him down and squirt him with the bottle. Uh, But one day I was like, no, And, and, and he ran, and he went... Uh, to try and hide under our bed like this is a you know a a, a a teen husky trying to fit under a bed and I was over there and I went to I was like what are you doing I went to touch him and he yelped and I'm like oh my god like I don't know what you came from dude but you're okay <laughs> like all the anger I had about him chasing the cat just like completely went away and I was like no dude you 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 are not I am not finding your owner. Like if this is how you're reacting, like if you feel that people are going to beat you, like something that's, that's not good. (laughs) Mm. I mean, we did look for the owner, never found it. Uh, but you know, uh, I knew I wanted Loki at that point. So the closest we even got to it was, was somebody calling and saying they'd be happy to take the Husky. And it's like, "Mm, so will I, yeah, and the rest of them say history. Yeah. Um, <coughs> shout out to all the doggos out there. God bless them. All-legged little warriors. Got to love them. Um, so going back to, to Osborne and uh, Mr. Esposito, um, 
Have there, is there any other rumours on the horizon uh, surrounding any other, um, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the word I'm looking for, um, announcements per casting? Or is that just the only one sort of just swirling around at the moment? Uh, I, I don't, I, it's, 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 it's a rumor, but you know, Jeremy tends to, if you know how Jeremy works, then this could be a little bit more than a rumor. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean he's for sure going to be Norman Osborn, you know? No. It could it would, be it something. Fit. It def- definitely fits. Definitely fits. Um, you know, it's it's only a matter of time before the Goblin makes his return, and uh, you know, it needs to happen. Um, so, what else? Uh, what else was I going to say? I had something else I was going to drop on you. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, <coughs> what about? Uh, what about uh, what's going on with uh, Disney's uh, annual uh, event? Um, I don't know. Like, all right, so we've gotten strong rumors of of things that are to come, such as Namor. I'm sure you saw that one. Of course. Yep. So. Uh, the more that comes out, the more it's looking like Namor is going to be included uh, in Black Panther 2 as the central villain, which, thank God, um, shouldn't have had to wait till Phase 5 to see Namor, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, the, if, if, if this turns out to be true, and this is indeed what Ryan Coogler is doing, then I need to say right here and now that I could not be more happy that Namor fell to Coogler. Like, if I had to pick a director for Namor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it would be Coogler the Russo's, like, 1A, 1B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Derrickson... Peyton Reed, you know, just just a, a top three. Yeah. So, so, but 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 Ryan Coogler, uh, if he is indeed in charge of casting Namor and filling that role and creating, like, dude, oh man, yes. Let me ask, let me ask you this, huh? How true to the character? Do you think they'll make him look? I don't know, but 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 if you look at Coogler, man, have not his interpretations been been almost bang? Um. Well, look. Of course, you know T'Challa is pretty much you know as Black Panther as it comes. Look, dude, you're not finding a human being Killmonger's comic size unless you're casting Michael Clark Duncan, and that just wasn't going to happen. I like the way that they went. I like the military stocked, like, like, Michael B. Jordan wasn't wasn't exactly small in that film, you know? Jacked up, like, you know, he was... And he's 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 a tall dude, you know. So yeah. he, um, and this is, that's where I'm, 
it, like I was I was going to say, like you know, he doesn't exactly fully fit the original look of that character. But like you said, man, like unless you're getting someone who's jacked up on human growth hormones or is just a giant by nature, um, yeah, they, they're not going to to sort of you know look the part. But yeah, do you, you know, looking at Namor, you know how he traditionally looks. He has like the, the slanted eyebrows and the and the the pointy ears and he's generally pretty much <laughs> tops off uh, 99% of the time. Like he's not really wearing clothes. What I like see? the modern look with where, where he's almost wearing like the athletic uh, type fitted pants that people wear, you know, okay. like that, that basketball players wear the, the, the gripped, like they'll wear the shorts over it, but like, Namor's wearing like you know it's it's I I think the modern look good it looks good you don't obviously need to put him in a speedo <laughs> yeah exactly um, uh, I I think the modern look uh, would needs to be there and I also need to say this before we get involved into any discussion of it I feel rather strongly that the person person needs to be of some Asian or Pan Asian descent. Like, like I I I, I want to see like Polynesian would be fine, uh, you know. But 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 man, Namor, <laughs> he lives off the coast of Africa and south of 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 India. Like, look, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's going to be some high Asian influence there, and and I think it needs to be done. Uh, so I'd, I'd be curious who he's going to cast in that role. Um, but but Michael B. Jordan, I don't think he's done a lot of gender bending um, or or anything of the sort with Black Panther yet. So you know, uh, it, it's probably going to be Namor and not Namor Rita, but but. But he could make some other changes to it, like make him ablation, could be black and Asian, uh, because because he does kind of live off the coast of Africa, so it's not like it wouldn't make sense. Look, man, you're you're read, you're you're once again you're reading where my mind is at because, like, uh, firstly, when you said the pan Asian look, I, you know, I was thinking the same thing. Like, if you're gonna cast a, a, an actor in that role, they have to look that part. And I think you're, you, I think you've nailed it. The other thing, you know, that what you're saying is completely accurate. Reminds me of, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, geez, my net, my brain's not, is failing me this morning. Um, what's, what's, uh, what's the Charles offsider, the chick, the chick with the, with the shaved head. Um, uh, uh, Okoye? Okoye, thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, what she says in uh, Endgame when they're talking and she's talking about the... Uh, she's talking to... Um, she's talking to Black Widow and they're all having, like, the conference call, holographic conference call, and she talks about, like, the disturbance underwater that they that they recorded. Remember that? Yes. Yes, and a little, little, little sub reference there, clearly pointing in the direction of our friends that we're currently talking about. <clears throat> so, you know, you're, you're, I think you're spot on the money, man. 
I think uh, it has to happen. I think Kugler uh, doing it would be awesome. I think, of course, he'll put his own spin on it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just want It's just going to be interesting to see how they bring him into the into the property and uh, in you know in in the, in the fashion that they do. Yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting. I think I'm 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 honestly very much looking forward uh, to to seeing Namor in the uh, in the Marvel universe, and uh, I thoroughly hope that it leads to shenanigans. Mm. I like shenanigans as well. Here's I also like I also like shenanigans. Shenanigans are good. Who <laughs> the Give, give me three three options you could see playing. Playing Namor? Oh crap! I don't know, man. I I, I am I am horrible with fan casting. Um, okay. I uh, I know I posted someone a while back, but I don't remember when it was. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, Namor is uh, uh, Namor is somebody that I think. Uh, if you're going to cast them, make sure you get it right because Namor has got to be in it for the long haul. Like he's a villain now, but Namor is so much more than that. Like he's not one of those dudes you can just pick up and discard. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at a, at a website and they're just throwing names out there who, who could be in the role. Um, there's you know a, a mix of 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 Asian actors as well as uh, other actors. They've put Daniel Day Kim down as the number one option. Interesting. Um, yeah, because he's been publicly vying for the role apparently since 2010. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they'll go with someone of his caliber. I think they'd be looking for a bigger name. That's just my opinion. I don't know, man. It, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like Marvel's had more success casting people a little bit off the beaten path. Mm. Um, if you look at it, I mean, the only person you could argue outside of, of, of RDJ who had any credibility in phase one was Chris Evans. And up to that point, he'd sort of been the comic relief, I know there was a lot of people that are like, how's he going to play uh, Captain America? Like, there was a lot of consternation over the fact that they cast Chris Evans because, you know, he's been seen as Johnny Storm. And if anybody, uh, if they're, you know, uh, huge comic book fans, then they probably would have seen The Losers, too, which I know I own The Losers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the Losers is an underrated movie too, and he has one of just the best scenes in that film. Uh, but there are a lot of people sitting there. Uh, what's that? I need to watch that again. I, I watched it when it first came out, and I, I enjoyed it. And I need to, I need to watch it again. It's, it's, it's a hell of a movie, man. Mm. It really is. Like. It's it's got all the stuff you'd want in a comic book film. It's got a seedy bad guy. It's got obvious, you know, kind of twists and whatnot. But the actions there, the comedies there, 
I I was a little bit disappointed it didn't do as well as 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 it could have. Like I thought it was a fine film. Mm. Uh, I really did. I thought it was well cast. I thought it was well done. I I don't. I mean, Zoe Saldana was in it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Aegis Elba as well. Yeah. Yes, you got th- three Marvel uh, actors right there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's it was like a hell a, of a was, movie. What's that? I said it was a hell of a movie. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was good. That reminds me of something I watched the other day. What was it I watched the other day, and I realized that it had a fair bit of Marvel. Uh, had a fair bit of Marvel uh, actors in it. What was it? Oh man, I tweeted that out. I can't remember. Um, it had, I think it had three or four Marvel alumni in it. Ah, oh, I know what it was. It was um, what's it called? The Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm. Have I've you seen it? That. No. Oh really? No. You'd probably like it. I think you'd like it. Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, Selma Hayek. Get into it. Maybe I have seen that. That cast sounds familiar. Yeah. And it's also got... uh, I've done a lot of movies where I'm like, I don't think I've seen that. And then somebody's like, dude, we watched that together. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I've seen that. I'm like, did I like it? Yeah, it was okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) dude, I used to go through movies like they were, you know, dude, like, you, you know how some people just get on Spotify and consume music? Like, I just used to consume movies. I mean, I have binder. Like, there was one summer where I, uh, back when DVDs were still a thing, uh, Blockbuster was was facing the, 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 the it, was, it was the end times. And they were trying every promotion under the sun, including, like, movie passes where you could rent up to like three movies a day uh, 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 or or you could have up to three movies out at a time and you could return them and get another movie like whenever um, <clears throat> as long as you had the pass and so I uh, and then they had another one that was like a kids thing to where you get like kids movie it was my point here is is that I burned the entire blockbuster store like if if there was a movie that even remotely interested me, I rented it, burned it, and we I mean, I was just renting movies, burning them, and returning them like that that they'd see me in Blockbuster like seven times a day, like me or me or the wife, they'd see us in there, like and they were always returning movies. It was just it was just burn and return, burn and return, burn and return, and then in the downtime, watch them. Like, I have seen so many bad movies because I was like, oh, this looks like it could be interesting and I have nothing to do this summer. Yeah. Dude, sometimes, sometimes let, me, bad let me tell you about Salt or the Tourist, okay? Two of the <laughs> worst movies I have ever seen. What was the first one? Salt with Angelina Jolie. I don't recall that one. And the Tourist was with Brad Pitt, was it? Uh, it was Johnny Depp, I think. Oh, Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie in the in the tourists. I think so. Yeah. Oh wow! No, I don't I, remember I don't... who else was in the tourists, but I know Angelina Jolie was in Salt. Okay. But Johnny Depp was in the tourists, and it was just it was puke. I'm just trying to remember. 
I'm gonna. I'm just gonna jump on Google. I'm pretty sure she was in it as well, man. I think she may have been. Yeah, she is. She is. I was right. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Like truly awful movies. I've heard it's bad. Don't watch it. You know, speaking of of old films that are, that are I've watched that are good, and I tw- and you might have seen me tweet about this the other day, but uh, Tombstone, man. Tombstone, what a weapon, man. You know, Tombstone was such a horrible mess. Like, lost its director. It was like, the Tombstone was originally, like, much longer than it was. It was like a, almost like a 300-page script or something. Yeah. And yeah. it was originally not supposed to be so good guys versus bad guys. It was meant to be, like, really gray. Mm-hmm. And kind of showing the full perspective of how everybody saw, like, it wasn't necessarily that Wyatt, like, he he got charged for that, you know, (laughs) like, people celebrate it as a story, but he got charged for that, man. Um, So, uh, yeah, I I don't remember where I was going with that, but, uh, oh, yeah, it was like, I was supposed to be like much longer than it was. And then like. After they lost the director, like Kurt Russell went in there and I guess he was just like ripping pages out of the script. Uh, yeah. And then they shot what they had. Yeah, there was, a, there was a, apparently it bounced around too. I think that the script bounced around a, in, in Hollywood for a while before um, whoever ended up helming it in the end got their hands on it. And right. um, yeah, and it went through, it did go through some changes. I read about that. But yeah, just the casting perspective, it's amazing, man. Like, it's got a lot of modern day actors that are still around and in, that are prominent now. It's got a lot of characters that, uh, sorry, it's got a lot of actors that are no longer with us. Um, it's got a lot of, uh, it's got a, a few older actors. Um, Charlton Heston, for instance, is in it. And I believe, I think Robert Mitchum is narrating it at the start and at the finish. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a good film, man. Like, and it's funny. You know, I hadn't watched it in a long time, and you know, I was I was watching it, and then I see Michael Rooker pop up, and I'm like, oh my god, Yondu! You know, <laughs> you know, making connections to to the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe all these years later. Um, and that was a film I, I actually saw Tombstone originally in the cinema, and uh, yeah, I'd always been fascinated with with the Wild West, but. You know that was that what that that's one that's uh it, it holds up stands the test of time you know it's, it's a good film yeah i'm <laughs> i'm not i i'm not mad at tombstone man it's uh you know michael Bean too yeah man yeah and bill paxton r.i.p as yeah, well yeah man bill paxton yeah legend man absolute legend <sighs> you know you know one of my favorite movies of him Shoot. <laughs> ah, no. I keep I keep bouncing back and forth, but uh actually one of my favorite things that uh let me look at let me look at Paxton's list here. Cause he's done a hell of a lot of television too. I can I can rattle some stuff off for, off for, off the top of my head for you. There's, hey, there's- hey, I, I mean we've got 
We got Apollo 13, Mighty Joe Young. See, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was which was the one that I was going to mention that had the Marvel tie into it. Like, I rather enjoyed him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, was he? Huh? Was he on that? I didn't realize he was on that. Yeah. Oh, how, how many seasons into it did he, he come was, on that? Uh, he was John Garrett. He was the dude that uh, was kind of like Ward's mentor. Ah, there you go. I did not know this. I, I, I've never, I've never watched it. He was a dude that was Ward's mentor for, uh, for Hydra. Okay. Right. So, like, yeah, he had a, he had a huge role in, in, in him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was gonna say I, it's stupid, but my fav, one of my favorite roles for him was, uh, was Chet Donnelly, and I have to say. It, it, it is one of my all-time favorite movies. I saw it in theaters, and it really was amazing to watch in theaters. You know, today it would probably be out in IMAX and be in 3D, but Yonder Bont and Twister. Twister. Okay. Got a Twister, man! They actually made a good movie about a natural disaster. They did. I still enjoy yeah. Twister. Like... The end scene in Twister is still awesome, man. Like that movie still holds up. It's just, it's just good fun. Mm. I haven't seen that in a long time. Now you're making, now you're making me want to watch Twister. U five seven one was another good one, man. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Let's not let's not mince words here either, Josh. Like Paxton has the movie like like scope privilege i don't know how i'm best putting this right now of you know he's had he's had the honor of appearing in right and here we go terminator uh-huh in the first terminator aliens he's in that yep. he was in alien and he was also in commando Mando. yep and he was also in the Abyss, I think. No, no, that was Bean. Bean was in the Abyss. He was in what's Navy the other one? Seals. Navy Seals. Navy Seals. Navy Seals. That's right. Like he's you Predator he's, Two. Sorry, what's Predator Two? Yes, thank you. That's where that's where I was headed. So he's been in films with a Terminator, a Predator, and a Xenomorph. Not many actors can say they've done all three. And he went to space. And he's been to space. Yep, and he's been to space. And let's not forget, you know, the Titanic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, he was on the Titanic as well. Paxton, Paxton had a run, man. Paxton had a run. Um, I think he was also in True Lies. He from, was in True Lies. I was about to mention that. Yep. Like, you don't get, you don't get, <laughs> he was a U571, you know, like I said. And so he's out there in World War II. Yeah. And another classic of his that I remember fondly from my teenage years. Uh, was near dark, the vampire flick, and mm. he was in, he was in that with two other aliens alumni, and that was Lance Henriksen, and um, uh, well, I can never remember the, the actress's name. I think it's Janine something. She played Vasquez in Aliens, and she was also in uh, Terminator Two as John Connor Goldstein or Jeanette Goldstein. One, yeah. So yeah, man, like Paxton had a run, man. God bless him. He did, man. He did. 
And mm. and don't forget all the work that he gets credit for, for as uh, Bill Pullman. As who? Sorry, Bill Pullman. Go go on. I was saying, don't forget he gets all the credit for Bill Pullman's work too. Does he? <laughs> well, do you know how many people always confuse Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman? Like it's 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 horrible for people. Like they get them confused a lot, and they always used to have a little bit of fun with it. It's like uh, it's like uh, what's Kyle? Dang it, man! I, I I think I know who you're trying to talk about. Um, who, oh, who's the other one? Why um, is it? Why is it driving me mad? Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> and I, I can't think... remember now. It's going to come to me like midway through the podcast and I'm going to remember it and I'm going to be like, shout it out. And you're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> That's okay. Let's move on. And if it comes to that, shout it out. It's um, like, you know, Sergeant Dick and <laughs> Dick Sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, who is the dude? Dang it. No, I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> Okay, carry on. Ah, who is it? Who are those people that always get confused? It's driving me nuts. Somebody's like, I know who you're talking about. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to, like I said, if I remember it, I'm going to shout it out during the middle of the podcast. I want to say he was on like Love Boat or something. Okay. You know what? I'm going to maybe, maybe, maybe a quick little Google search here might help, help, uh, your course. I'm having a look for you. Um, Who does he get confused actually, for, Josh? There's like they have similar names and 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 they get confused. Uh, but no, it wasn't Love Boat. Hmm. Famous actors with similar names. Yeah. <laughs> I've no, got nothing. I'm not. I'm not letting this go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this list. You were right. <laughs> I'm looking at this list and it says Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. <laughs> you called it. You called it. Oh, I'm not letting uh, it go. Yeah, no, it's got nothing else on there. Can't find anything. Oh, can't find it. Can't find it. Dang it. Doesn't matter. Let, let's. Yeah, let's it won't matter. It. All right, all right. We'll, 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 I'll get it one day. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Ah! Uh, Dermot Mulroney <laughs> and Dylan McDermott. That's who it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, I never would have had that in a million years. Nah, well played, man. Well oh. played. Somebody's going to be like, <laughs> somebody who knew who the hell it was is going to be like, finally, now can we move on? And you know what? Funnily enough, and while we've come from we've we've gone from segueing from Tombstone to get to this point of, of Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, Dermot Mulroney, and the other Dermot McDermott or whatever his name is. And a little similar, Dermot Mulroney was in Young Guns, which I watched the other day as well, because I'm clearly on a Western nostalgia tip. So yes, shout out to Dermot Mulroney. Um so yeah, moving back to the MCU side of things. Um what and we were, we were talking about Namor and and, uh, and uh, what else might be on the on the horizon at uh, at the D 
D3, I can never remember the name of it. D3Con, is that what it's called, Josh? Uh, D23. D23, I beg your pardon. Um, yeah, what else do you think we might see out of, out of the, the House of the Mouse? Hmm. I think we're going to get more on Captain Marvel 2. I think we're going to get more on Doctor Strange 2. Um, I, you know, they, they kind of gave us phase four. They didn't tell us much about phase five. Um, and, and, and if we're being real, there's nothing that they announced really at, at the last one, kind of that we did, like we knew Shang-Chi, we knew the Eternals was getting made. We've obviously known about Black Widow for a hot minute. The only one. And we kind of knew it was in production, too. We just didn't know it had a title, uh, was uh, Doctor Strange. But the, really, the one that people didn't know about was Thor 4. That's Ooh. the one That's the one that Disney kind of kept on the down low uh, and played. But for the most part, Kevin Feige didn't reveal, reveal too much except for most of what was on the Disney Plus side. Mm. And and that's fine because they do need to promote Disney Plus and get that out there. So obviously they're excited about their shows and they want to frame them in the best light possible. Why not do that in Hall H? Yeah. Uh, um as for uh uh what he may do at D23, he had previously said that when they announced that they were going to be doing both, he had said that they were going to mix it up, that whatever they covered at Comic-Con, they would not necessarily cover the same thing at, uh, at D23. So I feel like we're going to get more of the stuff on the film side of things, things, the projects that they're working on towards the future and a sort of sense of like, okay, where is this all going? Because, you know, uh, uh, the last phase didn't really end with a uh, an Avengers film, you know? <laughs> like, so we've still kind of got that up there. We don't have a team-up film or 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 a uh, a major event that, mm. that the, the people are going to go through. So Kevin Feige's still got to kind of create that. Like, and I, and I, I, I think he'll do it because I think it's necessary. You have to tell people, okay, why do I care about this stuff beyond you guys just making movies to make money? Like, what is this leading to and why do I care? That's a really important thing to sell to people in the post-Endgame uh, Thanos Infinity Saga world. You know, they want to know, like, where is this headed and why do I care? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Like, let me ask you this. Obviously, with a lot, a lot of this stuff up in the air, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know much at this stage. We know titles that are on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've obviously deliberately not announced an Avengers film yet because they need to get back to that point, especially after... Ending if it. they're even doing an Avengers film, they may not be doing one. It may lead to something else. You don't. You, you think that they might they might leave the Avengers alone for a couple of years and then bring it back, or in the meantime, maybe go somewhere with maybe the Defenders, perhaps. 
do the Avengers break up and 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 whatnot? And I kind of feel like okay, after this, there's a massive change, anyways. Like Chris Evans is no longer well. <laughs> he's no longer doing it. Uh, you have Robert Downey Jr. who's out. Uh, uh, Hemsworth is still in, but uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's dead, and Mark Ruffalo's arm is kind of burned off. So, like, they desperately need to retool the team. And a, that's what I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. But, but just necessarily forming the Avengers, they may not head that route. They may, they may not form the Avengers and have like the young Avengers or like you said, uh, the defenders or something, something else. Like it, it, we don't necessarily know where it's headed, but we know the fantastic four are also on the horizon. So maybe this all leads to, to Galactus or, or Doctor Doom, or or some I don't know. Maybe maybe it leads to 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 uh, 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 you know like Latveria versus the United States versus Wakanda versus the United States, like versus Atlantis. Like maybe <laughs> maybe we have like a world war. Mm. What what about this? What about what about this? What do you reckon the the chances are that they throw a complete and utter curveball at us and that instead of a Fantastic Four film coming with the the assembled team, so to speak, like already introduced all as a four, what about if they gave us, uh, if they gave us the Human Torch first in something else? Like, let's say they throw him in the mix. I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here, of course. Throw him in the mix in Black Panther two, with, with Namor. I mean, fine by me. Oh, oh yeah, it'd be awesome. I, and I think it would be cool. Like, uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it would be cool if like they somehow found a way to get that character in first before mm-hmm. before we get the four. And it would also be a big surprise too. Yeah. Well, I mean. They've still got plenty of surprises on the horizon, I am sure. Like, so having something like that in the film would only make it even better in my mind. Holy crap, now you have Ryan Coogler casting two iconic characters, Namor yeah. and, like, yeah, I I kind of, it, it works for me. Uh, I Listen, there's been a lot of people speculating that they could introduce the Fantastic Four like that, doing the human tour. Like, I personally think it would be great if they introduced the Human Torch rather than Johnny Storm. Correct. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I would much prefer the Jim Hammond over Johnny Storm, and then just have Jim Hammond join at the event at, at the end. Like, have the three people be frustrated and not be able to to get it done and then jim hammond shows up and saves the day and they realize ah we'll become the fantastic four yeah exactly yeah that'd be cool man that'd be cool like you said works for me another another character that people speculate could be eventually thrown in the mix is one that i'm intrigued to see if will happen i'd be very much down for it to happen 
And I think it would be cool because it also opens up a whole new world in in the Marvel like world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you so much. Um, (laughs) That was good. Um, And that is the Black Knight. Uh, We've heard massive rumors about that. Yeah, we have. We have. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think that about that? Um, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about the Black Knight. Like, I, 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 I do know some stuff about him, and and he's made appearances in events, obviously that I've read. Um, yeah. A lot of people are would be excited about that, and if we're going to be honest, man, I, I am not into medieval stuff, but I'd be willing to watch a Marvel take on it. And 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 I don't know how you bring him into the future, um, uh, but you do somehow, some way. Uh, I would be fine with that. Like, I think it would be kind of cool. Like, here's the thing about the MCU. Characters that I'm not necessarily a fan of, like Marvel has, like I give Marvel the chance to show me the error of my ways. Yeah. Like I would rather them show me the error of my ways because then it gives me more crap to read. It's mm. like, yeah, dude, it opens up a whole new door uh, of stuff for me to read. So I rather enjoy that. Um, and I've liked, you know, them teaching me about certain characters. Like, I'm not going to front like I was the hugest Guardians of the Galaxy fan before yeah. Marvel did the movie. Like, like, come on, man. <laughs> People who are saying they are huge Guardians fans are liars. There's a reason the book only, you know, existed so many times. Like, it wasn't selling. Um, that doesn't mean it was bad. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But uh, but I I enjoyed the Guardians because it taught me stuff, and it encouraged me to read to to go back and read the entire Guardians run, um, and, and you know with the original team, Major Victory and 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 Charlie Twenty Seven and the like, and and I actually rather enjoyed it, and you know but 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 for that movie, I don't know that I'd have read any Guardians of the Galaxy, so. With that said, if they uh, if they do decide to do a Black Knight thing and they and they bring it you know to the medieval era Marvel into the medieval era, uh, the fortunate part about that is they'll promote the hell of it out of it on Marvel Unlimited and they'll tell me what I should read with the Black Knight, and then I'll read that. Well, here's the thing, Josh. It's a lot. This is really, like it's a character that I'm familiar with. Uh, Obviously, my time reading the Avengers when I was younger, and I I always thought the character had a cool look, but um, yeah, it was it wasn't a character who who to be fair, he also hasn't had a lot of standalone um, books thrown at him. He, he's he's a bit of a fringe Avenger, you know what I mean? In in mm. some respect, um, he's never had a real successful run uh, outside of the Avengers. That's you know really grabbed attention of people um speaking of grab my dog is trying to bite me right now and he needs to cease and desist um you should so send I, him a cease and desist letter uh, he's, he's got my hand in his mouth and he's, he's making all these sort of noises 
you can probably hear him in the background. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Dane Whitman. Here's the thing about Dane Whitman. He he is a character that I think they could use. Um, he's a he's he's done. He's putting some work with Doctor Strange. Mm, yeah, well, that would make sense. Yep. He's had a relationship with Cersei. Okay. Um, and the other thing that leads me to think that it might happen is Disney doesn't have a medieval franchise in yeah, any. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I was bringing it up. Like it's it's a huge market. Yes, and and we know from the success of things like Game of Thrones. Um, what's another one that we could throw out there? Um, I mean, look, it's hard to top Game of Thrones. Let's be honest. Yeah, but like, it's really hard to top Game of Thrones. But they have, they have stuff like The Last Kingdom on uh, on Netflix. Like, there's there's so much medieval stuff that's out there, dude. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a huge genre. Like, not to mention all of their animated stuff. Elite, classic animated stuff. And well, you're also talking too about Merlin and and yeah. and, and Morgan Le Fay and so on and so forth. And like, dude, once you start tapping into that market, the the possibilities become endless because now it's not just medieval. Now you're dealing with medieval knights of the round table, and that only increases the number of people who want to see a product like that. So, like I said, I don't watch stuff like that, but I will watch it if Disney do it. Well, look, man, look, you you have watched and loved the, the shit out of Thor Ragnarok, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, so, look, once again, Thor and Dane Whitman have put in work together over the years, you know. Um, I can't, you know, he, he rides a flying horse for help, for Christ's sake, you know, you, like, You've got Valkyrie on her flying horse. It, it's just, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? It yeah. makes perfect for them to do it. Um, you you know, and like man out of time, I suppose. What's that? Sorry. I said, and I suppose you need another man out of time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it allows them to, you know, dip into the whole quantum side of things and whatnot and time travel and all that sort of jazz. So, I can see it happening, man. I can see it happening. And uh, it'd be cool to get, like, an announcement of that. I'm not saying he's going to get his own film to start with. I'd be I'd be damn shocked if that happened. Um, but you never know. You never know. Like, it, but it'd be cool to see him uh, eventually get into the fray. You know. It, yeah, it's, I, like I said, I am open to, to, to be shown – different things i am open to being shown characters that i previously wasn't uh, interested in but, mm. but am now being taught like cool <laughs> it, it, it gives me more content to read it gives me mm. more content to put out there um it allows me to uh, uh to find more stuff that it that 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 will entertain me down the line, I suppose. So uh, Marvel opening up these fringe characters, I think, I think is, is also part of what has been 
so successful for them. Like, <laughs> they're not even operating with the A roster. It wouldn't make sense to me if Marvel went with a completely different X-Men team. Like, yeah, like people that we've really it, not been been privy to before. And they're like, look, this is the team that we're going to open up with. And, you know, down the line, we'll introduce, you know, your Gene Grays, your Scots, and so on and so forth. But <laughs> every, the other we, thing, the other thing with the Black, the other thing with the Black Knight was he he was an uh, early member of the Defenders, and mm. you've already got the Hulk, you've already got Doctor Strange, and if they're bringing Namor in as well, and if they let's say they do the Human Torch, mm-hmm. there's that's a hell of a Defenders lineup right there, and. If they're going to break away from the Avengers for a bit, like it would make sense. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense for to me. Like that's a historically uh, popular um, team. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense. You got a lot of lot of powerful characters there. Well, it's also why I'd like to. You know, <clears throat> I'd like to think that Marvel is going to do something other than the Defender Defenders is because you have those types of things open to you. Mm. Yeah. Like, if you can do the Defenders, why not do that for a minute? And, you know, because your Avengers are all broken up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you don't really have an Avengers team right now. No. no. So. It's split though at the moment. Uh, but Black Knight. We can speculate all we want. We will find out soon enough uh, at D two three what they have in store for us. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's one of those things. I I think I may read some Black Knight later. I think you should. I think you should. I actually, uh, I've been uh, investing in a few. Um, back issues and, and runs like that. So when we finish up the show, I can throw, I can throw a couple of suggestions your way. You got, uh, I got the black Knight. <laughs> like, would you like to see the 1956 run? <laughs> uh, well, I suppose I could. Yeah. Cause there was a day. Whitman wasn't the first one. There's the, the first one is, uh, what was his name? Like Percival, some crap. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We'll see here. It's loading and taking forever. The Arthurian legend of the Black Knight begins. Well, I didn't mean to open it. Oh, well, I guess we're here. Let's see. It's got you got something to do later on. Yeah, uh, now I got something to do. Yeah, I think his name was Percival though. I have no idea. This this comic was written in the fifties, so Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It could have been. It could have been anything, but yeah, we've got the Black Knight. Uh, uh, would be a very interesting character, I think, uh, for them for them to introduce. Hmm. Yeah, it, we will see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, on that note, I think we've uh, rattled off a, a few yeah. little items of interest here and there. Shall we uh, say goodbye to the good people out there? Uh, yeah, 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 that works. Um, like, uh, we will definitely be covering, um, we'll definitely be covering D23, 
when that comes out. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, I personally, man, I'm kind of looking more forward to that than I was uh, E3, or not E3, uh, uh, SDCC. Sorry, I had E3 on the brain. Oh, by the way, if you happen to be media uh, and, and you listen to this and you went to E3, uh, you should uh, find wow. out if your info was given out for free because uh, they had a an incident, um, shall we say. <laughs> um, so uh, it, <laughs> they accidentally published the information of all 2,000 of uh, 2,000 plus journalists from uh, that went to E3. Okay. Like, oops. Whoop deep. You no idea why they did that. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's the only thing I was going to suggest. Uh, but uh, yeah, if uh, if you guys uh, haven't already, please like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about it. Um, we promise we're more interesting today. I'm kind of, I'm kind of fumbling around cause I got a lot going on in the brain and, and I'm trying to get through uh, a, a lot of different things, but uh, I needed to come on today and sort of have some fun and talk about some comics. So uh, I think that helped. Good. But I'm ready to end it and get my black Knight recommendations. So uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. We'll we'll be back. We may take next week off. Uh, actually, on my birthday. Well, uh, August fifteenth is my birthday. So yeah, we have, we have something booked for August eleventh, though. That's right. That's right. We are not taking next week off. Next week, we are talking to the author of Cosmic Quest one and two. Uh, which, if you uh, happen to have picked them up, uh, they were the official Marvel novel tie-ins uh, to Infinity War, um, and they were written by one Brandon T. Snyder. Um, and he has—he is a bit of an actor, he is a bit of a writer, um, and we will uh, be having him on to discuss uh, a number of things and to definitely not talk about some things, because that's how Marvel works. Um, <laughs> everything has to be run up the ladder, uh, and and you kind of understand it. Um, so, but we got approval, um, and I can't wait to talk to him. Um, and uh, yeah, Adam, are you looking forward to that one? It'll be a bit of fun. Gonna be a bit of fun indeed. So, uh, we will be back next week. Apparently, I <laughs> see. This is how scattered my brain is. I thought we were taking next week off, and we have an interview booked. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so uh, for Scotty um, real quick guys before we get out of here I, I, I can't believe I almost forgot yeah Scott please uh, take 30 seconds and let the people know you launched your podcast uh, let people know about it and where they can find it buddy I did thanks guys my brand new show is called Beyond the Bright Lights. It is a mixture of sports and motivation. I'll be talking to athletes, people that work for sports teams and in sports media about any adversity that they've faced in their personal lives and the lessons that they've learned through sports and how 
those lessons have helped them uh, get to where they are today. And I'll also be sharing some of my own personal wisdom that I've learned through my own life struggles using famous sports quotes as well. I have a couple of interviews in the can and it's been really fun so far. It's definitely a work in progress. Not nearly as polished as Josh and Adam are, but I am getting there. So if you guys wouldn't mind checking it out, it is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, basically all the major platforms where you get your podcasts. So if you want to give that a listen, I would really appreciate it, and leave me a rating and review as well. Thanks, guys. So, uh, definitely tune in and, and uh, check out Scotty's podcast. We told him we would give him this, the uh, uh, chance to promote, and when he has guests on uh, as well, we'll, uh, we'll have him promoting those guests on here uh, so that you guys know what to check out with him if you're into the sports scene, uh, which Adam and I both are. Um, so, uh, for Scotty, for Adam... I'm Josh, and uh, we'll be back next time here with Brandon Snyder on Third and Nerd. Thanks for listening, guys.